from Toronto, Ontario with a song from their second CD soundscape Edmontoni in Edmonton. Dobri večer, šanovni radio sluhači, ta vitaju vas vsih na radio predaču naš holos radio Krinskoho Kurinja. Kot rapodjeci vam jak svečano što subote o šosti hodeni na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Makori, djakuju što ve bile sluhačama sjodni večeri, ta rišale prebute zimnoju nastupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. We have a great program lined up for you, a wonderful touching story on Ukrainian Jewish heritage about reunion and remembrance, as well our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And it is going to be Ukrainian music by Canadian artists because we've just had Canada Day on Saturday, June 1st, and uh, this was a special Canada Day on 150 years of confederation, so quite a big birthday um, all across the country. So we started out 
our program with a song. I th- it's my favorite Canadian Unity song ever. A group from Ontario singing about a Western Canadian city. And um, so we're going to carry on that theme of Canada and Ukrainian Canadian settlers, prairies, everything Canada. So coming up now, we have a group from Calgary, Alberta, just a little south of Edmonton, about a two-hour drive. And uh, this is a song is pretty much quintessential uh, across Canada in the summertime, even a little bit here on the West Coast. Not so much. We don't get them that much. But uh, every now and again, when it gets a little too rainy and humid, uh, we do. Here is a group now from Calgary called Jeto, a young polka band, and a song called called Comatic, the Mosquito. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. 
Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shuchenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign, and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the Foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the Foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the program's support by the foundation, visit ShochenkoFoundation.ca. Get your weekend passes for Canada's National Ukrainian Festival for only $95. That's $95 for a weekend pass to this cultural extravaganza in Dauphin, Manitoba, August 4th to 6th. CNUF is loaded with Ukrainian culture at its finest, featuring three days of music, dancing, food, and fun. Call 1-877-474-2683. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, August long weekend, Dauphin, Manitoba. See cnuf.ca for updates and like Canada's National Ukrainian Festival on Facebook. Don't miss the 5th Annual Babas and Borscht Ukrainian Festival, August 26th and 27th in Lamont, Alberta. A new location, but all the same family fun, food, and festivities. Music jam, performances, kids' activities, Borscht cook-off, Babas Bazaar, cultural demonstrations, workshops, and more. Festival admission is free. Zababa tickets are $50 and include a Ukrainian feast, Cheremosh dancers, Zemlya vocal trio, and dancing to Tembita dance band. Details at babasandborscht.ca. which have been on the Ukrainian-Canadian scene for a long, long time, going back to certainly the 80s, maybe even a little sooner. Uh, actually, I think back to the 70s. And uh, they ha- are still around. Uh, they're still doing gigs and performing, not recording so much, but they have actually put out quite a few uh, albums over the years. And that was an original composition by the lead man of Buri 
Olivia Ron Kahoot. And that song itself has been around since about the 80s. And uh, certainly as a classic, many other groups have uh, taken it, re-recorded it. And it gives a great story of Ukraine and the history of Ukraine. And here is a group now from Winnipeg, Manitoba. They are unfortunately no longer together, although some of the members are still out there doing things. And uh, certainly they've created a legacy of their own. They are called Shum. This is a song from their third CD called Shum Unplugged. And it kind of carries on the story that uh, picks up where Ron Kahoot and Budia left off with their song um, Fly Kozak. This is a song of Ukrainian settlers coming to Canada and they, their history here in the last 125 or so years. Here now is Shum with Budmo. settled down and our warrior Cossacks look sadly round to see how many brethren they had lost they cry out at the heavy cost it wasn't the first time their swords had clashed and they knew very well wouldn't be the last they prayed to God they had a war to win their beloved homeland would rise again this new land. They prayed to God in heaven above, how much more could they withstand? They placed holy crosses into the ground, and soon new strength to go on was found. Their faith had brought them another day. They'd get back on their feet and say, they'd say, Many sacrifices, many went to heaven's gate. But when the winds of freedom swept across Ukraine in the summer of 91, you could hear generations from the past join together with those of today as one and yell, I watched my father be laid to rest in this his, but not his land. I looked my boy straight in the eyes, and I'd pray to God he'd understand. I said, this was a faithful son of Ukraine. Remember and cherish this bond. And then my son looked at me, and he said with a strength that seemed to come from a world beyond. He said, Thank you. 
And that was a group from right here on the West Coast, the Wheat in the Barley, and uh, they hail from the Fraser Valley. That was a Ukrainian guy by the name of Steve Sakura on the mandolin. And this is a pretty multicultural group and very quintessentially Canadian, doing uh, quintessentially Canadian tunes. They do a lot of um, historical uh, Canadian um, stories set to music and that was a lovely medley of two folk tunes that kind of personify the Canadian mosaic a Ukrainian tune Kolomeka Hutsul and an Irish tune The Moon Shines. Well quintessentially Canadian are the Northern Lights and unfortunately I don't have any songs about the Northern Lights in the Nashullis Library but we do have one about Northern Stars. And this is performed by a group from Montreal called Previt from their second city, Zaklakanya. And it is called Nibezori Polinochi, Northern Stars.
Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg, Manitoba, with a tribute to an organization that uh, it plays a big, big role in Canada's history. And uh, unfortunately, it is a company that is no longer Canadian-owned and uh, may not exist for much longer, but certainly will always remain on the historical record as a big part of uh, Canada, that being Hudson Bay. So that was the Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg with the Hudson's Bay Breakdown. We're going to bring it back a little bit west now. Um, of course, H- Hudson's Bay was across Canada, west, north, north, east, and south. What little south there is in the country. At any rate, here is um, a group from right here on the west coast, the Borscht Eaters, and uh, Saskatchewan Wedding March. Radio Predaciu Nash Holos, Radio Kritsko Hokurinia, Nabahatumovni Radio Stansi, AM Trinatia Dvatsiat CHMB, Umisti Vancouveri, Ovarit Pavina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320 CHMB, Vancouver. I'm your host, Pavina. Let's 
was Ukrainia from Ottawa, Ontario, with a song called Varenechke. And the previous group to them were titled The Borscht Eaters. And of course, that indicates uh, a food that Ukrainians are very uh, fond of. It is uh, Ukrainian national soup, actually. And uh, it was originated in Ukraine and has quite a long history. And a lot of Canadians have also kind of taken to that soup as well. So it's become pretty popular across Canada. But I would say probably another Ukrainian dish totally eclipses borscht, and that being pierogies, um, called vareneke, apparently properly, properly Ukrainian, because uh, vareta is the Ukrainian verb to boil, and vareneke means boiled things. But um, for many, many Ukrainian Canadians, um, and those a little more separated from their roots, um, vareneke is kind of a new word, and they grew up with another word for pierogies, uh, which was perohe. And uh, pierogies is kind of the anglicized word now that everybody uses, but uh, varenike is for those that are kind of um, proper Ukrainian grammarians. Perohe is for the more more old school Ukrainian Canadians. This is what we grew up with on the prairies and um, probably other parts of Canada as well as this wonderful dumpling dish, what we call them perohe. And um, often they were filled with cottage cheese. And here's Kalena from Winnipeg to tell us that story. Chula 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 Joe Chula chula Chula, 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 chula,
Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. The revelation came in California. We went to one of the redwood parks in California, and I was looking at the redwood trees, at sequoia trees, uh, and I saw them, and I remember just thinking about how much those trees have seen. If only they could talk, and I started to think about a thousand years back, what have they seen? And that's when the idea of planting and painting ever-living memorials came to mind. That is Julia Krasunsky, the executive director of RememberUs.org. RememberUs.org is a public charity in Massachusetts. Their mission is to educate the public about the devastating consequences of genocide, to honor and commemorate those who perished in the Holocaust, and to promote peaceful coexistence, inclusiveness, and cross-cultural interactions. Auschwitz and other concentration camps have become notorious global symbols of Nazi atrocities. But during the Second World War in Ukraine, Jews were most often placed in front of firing squads and massacred. RememberUs.org has launched what is called the MARS program to maintain, aid, restore, and support commemorative events at the mass killing sites. Originally started as a family project, RememberUs.org has grown into an active and far-reaching group of volunteers, and they run multiple educational activities, both in the U.S. and in Ukraine. They have organized commemorative programs in multiple locations in Ukraine, such as Kharkiv, Lubny, and Kremenchuk. Their volunteers organize day field trips for schools. The organization funds the creation of school museums, supports genocide-related research, and documents individual stories. And of course, RememberUs.org plants trees. The Metasequoia tree is an inspiring botanical story of rebirth and survival. The trees were thought to be extinct. But a small plantation was found in China, and the trees have been cultivated and brought back to life all over the world. The trees are hardy survivors that can withstand harsh weather fires, and lightning, and they can live for hundreds of years. They are one of the oldest living species on Earth. RememberUs.org believes planting metasequoia trees at killing sites is as close as we can get to commemorating victims of genocide for eternity. And the story of the rebirth of these trees has symbolic parallels to events in Jewish history. Trees have been planted at Babin Yar, at Rybitsky Yar outside Kharkiv, and Lubne. Julia Krasunsky has a very powerful personal connection with Trubitsky Yar. Julia was born in Kharkiv but left during the wave of Jewish immigration during the Soviet era. She returned to her place of birth many years later with her daughter and visited the memorial at Trubitsky Yar, a ravine where some 16,000 people, mainly Jews, were killed from late 1941 into 1942. Her grandfather's parents his brother, and his children were murdered there. It is very hard to see your name. I knew as a child that we had this tragedy in our family, but it is completely different when you're standing there and you know that your family is somewhere right under your feet. And you go into a room and you read names of your relatives. And this is such an emotional experience I never thought that it would be so overpowering. This visit to Yar fundamentally altered Julia's life path. I have changed a lot, I think. My priorities have changed. And I've met so many good people who share my values and who share my thoughts. 
it is impressive that so many people think that it is important to keep their memory alive. And it is very important that so many kids want to keep the memory alive and want to learn and want to educate others. RememberUs.org is keeping the memory alive by continually expanding their activities. More tree plantings are planned in Fastil, Mirhorod, and Kremenchuk. A multiple social media series and an inspiring speaker series are active in the U.S. School museums have been set up in Lubny and Kremenchuk, and more museums and exhibits are planned in Ukraine as resources permit. Other new initiatives include the Forgotten Shtetl Trips. The goals here are educational, to show how Ukraine looked before, to show how Jews and Ukrainians lived together for many, many generations, and how this part of tradition, how this part of life, completely disappeared. What's very interesting, and uh, to me it's very touching and very heartwarming, that many people that we work with, uh, many of our partners and volunteers, are not Jews. I lived in that country, and that's not the atmosphere that was there 30 years ago when I left Ukraine, when I left Soviet Union. But it is very interesting how things have changed, and it is very nice to see that a new generation grew up in a totally different environment. That was Julia Krasinski, Executive Director of RememberUs.org. For more information, visit www.rememberus.org. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baeger. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
and more homegrown talent from right here on the west coast of Canada, from the Fraser Valley to be exact. That was the West Coast Elstermer duo consisting of Evelyn and Sadly Shindrick. That is from their CD called Ukrainian Favorites, and that song was Ihor's Polka. Get your weekend passes for Canada's National Ukrainian Festival for only $95. That's $95 for a weekend pass to this cultural extravaganza in Dauphin, Manitoba, August 4th to 6th. CNUF is loaded with Ukrainian culture at its finest, featuring three days of music, dancing, food, and fun. Call 1-877-474-2683. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, August long weekend, Dauphin, Manitoba. See cnuf.ca for updates and like Canada's National Ukrainian Festival on Facebook. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Wednesdays, catch Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to North and Central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, Washington State, and Greater Vancouver. Wednesdays from 12 to 1 p.m. on CHLY 101.7 FM, Radio Malaspina. This Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver from 5 till 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit uocvancouver.com. Contact TV airs on multicultural channel Omni One and on channel 8 on Shaw Cable Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. with a repeat broadcast the following Monday at noon. If you have announcements or story ideas you'd like aired on Contact, please email them at studio at contact.ca. That's studio at k-o-n-t-a-k-t dot c-a. And at 5 p.m. Sunday evening, slip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and join me for another hour of fun here on Nasholas Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, you'll find upcoming events, program information, audio archives, podcast feeds, and much more at www.nasholas.com.
And the very popular duo Mickey and Bunny, who were very big on the Ukrainian Canadian music scene in the 1960s and 70s. They got together for a reunion CD that was, well, I don't know, a decade or two ago, uh, not too long before Mickey passed away. So, a very nice uh, keepsake to have, and that with uh, containing that wonderful tribute to Canada, this Canada of ours. And before them was the Ukrainian Connection, and that was Mickey and Bunny's backup band for many, many years. And that song was from their first CD, and it was called Kolomeka. Kto zlov svojemu žiti robiť, to netilke sobi, aj narodovi svojemu škodiť. And our proverb of the week translates as, Whoever does evil hurts not only himself, but also his nation. Something to keep in mind on Canada's 150th birthday and moving forward. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nasholist Ukrainian Roots Radio. To wrap things up, we have Romko from Edmonton with Canada's National Kolomeka. I'm Pavlina, on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich!
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you.